1: All right, welcome into WEI Late Night. I'm Mark Dondero. All right, enough of the music, enough of all this. Let's just get right into it. I have had it with Jalen Brown trade talk. I've had it. I don't want Jalen Brown traded. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a concept we should not even be entertaining. Just because Kevin Durant's name got thrown out there, stop it. Stop it. Why didn't you should have seen it weeks ago, months ago? when the Celtics played the Nets in the first round of the playoffs, okay? It was over then. So you're telling me you want to trade Jalen Brown, okay, for a guy who not only could do nothing against you, was exposed against you, absolutely positively punked against this Celtics team and this Celtics defense. You want to trade for a guy that bought in and jumped into bed with Kyrie Irving absolutely not Kevin Durant we know what he is right now he's he's, he's an unbelievable score okay but he his tra- his trajectory is on the way down 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 there is no way n- re- listen to me carefully no way am I giving up Jalen Brown okay a guy who you can build a foundation around. A guy that is with it between the ears, a guy that is a leader, a guy that has perspective. There is no way. Oh, by the way, a ton of game on the court, too. There's no way I'm giving that up for Kevin rabbit ears Kevin Durant, who shrunk on the biggest stage when he was the leader of the team. The guy can't lead. He needs to jump on and be the playmaker to an already established core. Now, maybe you think the Celtics already have that, and they do. But I am not injecting Kevin Durant into this situation and giving up Jalen Brown in return. Hell no. Hell no. Do you understand me? Not even a consideration. Stop being intoxicated by Kevin Durant. Okay. Too many people did it and had that happen to them before the series against Brooklyn. I understand he's one of the best scorers of his time. I understand. But there is so much more beneath the surface that you would disrupt by bringing in Kevin Durant and getting rid of Jalen Brown. I don't believe in it. I don't want to do it. Heck no. Absolutely not. No. Can I be any more clear? Do I need to say it slower? Wake up. The guy jumped into bed with, with Kyrie Irving and was absolutely punked by you. Had no ability to get to the rim. He couldn't hit a big shot. He went absolutely ice cold. I've seen enough of Kevin Durant. I'm done with it. He decided to leave Golden State to go to that mess and to that guy. Absolutely not. Am I getting rid of Jalen Brown, who has helped create the foundation of what Ime Udoka built here within the first however many eight months of being the head coach? I mean, that is a guy that can really help Ime Udoka deliver his message. Now, I know Udoka and Durant had some sort of a relationship. He was on the bench there. I am not doing that. I'm not doing it. Super talented guy still, Kevin Durant. I am not disrupting the Celtics core a core who is two wins away from an NBA championship two and it wasn't even Jalen Brown's fault like him to turn the ball over a little bit less like him to work on his handles a little bit more and he'll do those things this was on Jason Tatum we know why they didn't win the finals Tatum the bench Tatum is the guy that came up small he'll get there Brown is not the guy that came up small. Brown did everything he can do or everything he could do and is getting, he's going to continue to increase his presence amongst the NBA. Kevin Durant, I know we're all intoxicated by the name and the resume. That guy is on his way down and out. I think the whole narrative around it is ridiculous. Go to the Lakers. Whatever. Old, 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 done. Forget it. Like, you gotta focus on where we are and see the clear picture here. Durant is he's going to be done sooner than later. The Lakers, Durant, like it's this isn't 2015. These guys aren't as good as they used to be. LeBron and Kyrie, LeBron and Durant, like it's not the same thing. You want to trade Jalen Brown, the next big name in the NBA. Now, I don't know if he's going to be a superstar, but the guy came up big in the playoffs, and he scored, and he can get to the rim, and he's only going to get better, and he's only going to get more dominant as these Kevin Durants and all those other guys see themselves out. Steph Curry's going to get old. Those guys are all going to be old. You bring in Kevin Durant, you got one shot. You got one chance to make it all work and to bring it all together and to catch lightning in a bottle. You need awesome defense. You need elite health from Rob Williams. You need Tatum to show up. You need all. And then if it doesn't work out, one year, you you know, you're playing with fire. Two years, he might be too old after that. Absolutely. I don't care he has four years left on his deal. Six foot 11 skinny Kevin Durant at 37 years old. What a joke. Stop being intoxicated by the name. Jalen Brown is next. And he's going to be a pillar alongside Jason Tatum if they stay together. That's the key. Keep them together. Brown is a stud, and he's only going to become more of a stud as these other guys that you're intoxicated with leave and get old and dwindle and all of that. And you want to trade Jalen Brown. Get that out of here. If you want to trade Jalen Brown... You call me. Call the number. What's the number? 617-779-7937. You call that number and we'll talk. Or don't call that. Number. I whatever. Jalen Brown is he needs to stay here. The only way, the only way you entertain any sort of deal for Jalen Brown, in my estimation, is if he has told you that he long term doesn't want to be in Boston and is going to move on sooner rather than later when his contract's up in two years. That is the only way, the only way I would entertain a Jalen Brown trade. Other than that, I am going into business long-term with Jalen Brown. That's what I have to say about this whole situation with Kevin Durant. Crying out loud. Now, could he help another team and really make things difficult for the Celtics? Sure. Sure. That could happen. Jeez. Got me all fired up to start the show, and I'm not in a good place right now. I mean, come on now. You want to trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant? He's not what he was defensively. He can't get to the rim like, I mean, he couldn't even get near the rim against the Celtics. That was the Celtics' problem against Golden State. They couldn't get to the rim. Now, I get he's an elite shot maker. wasn't really against the Celtics. I don't want to hear it. Jalen Brown is sturdy. He's a foundational piece that you can build around, and he's a damn good ball player. I'm going into business with that. Like, would I like for him to not tense up as much at the free throw line? Yes but you've put in all this work. They've gone through all these tough times and the experience in the Eastern Conference Finals and now the NBA Finals. And you want to move off of them to jump into the whole super team thing again with Kevin Durant, some Danny Ainge pipe dream from six years ago. No, thank you. I'm rolling with Brown and Tatum. They were two wins away from the finals, from the, from the winning the finals. Like, two wins away. And if if Jalen, excuse me, Jason Tatum played better, I still think they win that series. And again, I'm not here to crush Tatum. Okay? He sucked. He was awful. He was awful in the finals. That's the way it is. And I'm not here to bury him right now. But that's what it was. And if Tatum played better, I think a lot of things would have changed. And it stings because they were right there they were up 2-1. If he takes over in that fourth quarter, a la Milwaukee series. That's a different that's a different series. That could have been a different outcome. I don't believe that the bench evaporates the way it did. He couldn't do it. It didn't work. Brown gave you everything he had. He's a leader, he's measured, he's a thinker. He's a, he's a he's a guy you want to be in business with. Kevin Durant Had to go to the. Now, he was a big piece of what Golden State did. They needed the infusion of talent, especially against those LeBron teams with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. They had some good teams. LeBron was still in his prime. But he had to go to an established culture led by Steph Curry. That is why. That's why that worked, and that's why it worked for Durant, because when he's been the man, things have gone awry. Okay, he's got rabbity. He's not built for it, especially Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, are you kidding me? You think he's going to come here and listen to this and then, you know, find his rhythm? I just, it's a joke. It's a joke to me. You've got to find a way to see the big picture. That's me. Thanks, Joe. you got to find a way. Brown and Tatum were two wins away from an NBA championship. They turned the season around in almost historic fashion. The sky's the limit. And you want to trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant? No, sir. No, sir. No. No. And I don't believe just because Durant, maybe he's a better shot maker that puts you in the finals in a better situation with a better chance to win the NBA Finals. I don't believe it. I think Durant's on his way out, on his way down. You're not going to get the guy you thought you got, like, 2015. Like, he's a different player now. Brown is coming into his best years. I'm stunned. I'm stunned by the rhetoric. Stunned it changes the whole dynamic of the Celtics culture the locker room no no um i mean i can't believe it this is a guy who we know he left okc he went now i i the good thing let me say this like i said a minute ago obviously Where Kevin Durant ends up, if it's the right situation, that could make things difficult for the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? That could make things a little more, it could make the road a little bumpier. The good news for the Celtics in this scenario, though, he's not a free agent. And I hope Brooklyn does everything they can to get as much for him as possible. That's what you want if you're a Celtics fan. What do you think the
0: package is for Durant is the question. Depends
1: on what team he goes to. Like, everything I've heard, based on what Sean Marks is looking for, they want blood. They want a huge haul back, which they should. You'd be stupid not to. I mean, what they should do is say, okay, Kevin, you want to trade? Fine. We are not going to accommodate where you want to go. We are going to get the best package back. We will trade you to wherever we deem the best for the Brooklyn Nets, and if you don't want to go there, that's fine. You either play for us or you retire. That's it. That's simple. I like the fact that it's out there that Marks is asking for, if he goes to Phoenix, Devin Booker. Okay, And this is why it's good for the Celtics. Because if this trade goes down, now we'll see how it ultimately happens, but if this trade goes down and you have to give up an unbelievable historic haul for Kevin Durant... Well, fine, you go to a new team, it creates a different dynamic, might make things harder for the Celtics, but you're probably giving up a lot, Miami. You know, if you went to the Heat, you'd have to give up a lot to get him, presumably. So if that happens, that's good for the Celtics. You just don't want him pairing up with another group of guys as a free agent or giving or going to a team that gives up nothing or just draft picks, and then he goes to a win-now team you know, by next season. That's not what you want. That can make things troublesome for the Celtics. If he went to Miami and they didn't have to give up anything, that would be a problem based on what Miami has. That would be a problem. He fit in well there. They have an established culture, a leadership, uh, a triumvirate between Butler, Spolstra, and Riley. That would be a place, if you didn't give up anything, that would make things more difficult, obviously, for the Celtics. The fact that you have to trade for him, helps the Celtics assuming they're not in on him and the fact that the the GM of the of the of the Nets wants a huge return he's not just giving them away that helps the Celtics because whatever team Durant goes to they're gonna have to get stripped down to acquire him that helps the Celtics so I'm not worried about Kevin Durant getting traded. I'm not worried about Kyrie Irving getting traded. I think these are headlines. I think this looks good on the top of websites. I do not think this is the, you know, this meteoric, this huge alter, NBA league altering news that it would have been six years ago. I do it not. Does
3: move the needle? I, it I
1: does know. move the needle in terms of headlines. But in terms of the talent on the floor, I think it has to be in a, a very specific situation for it to be a game-changer. I do not think it's going to end up a game-changer. I don't. If he goes to the Lakers, they'll have a ton of, uh, you know, pop and circumstance surrounding the team, but I don't think that's a game-changer. Honestly, I think it would be similar to what it was this year. Oh, Westbrook, Carmelo, Anthony, De- LeBron, James, like it, a lot of big names, but I think it would be similar. Closer to that. Might not be that. It wouldn't be the but I think it'd be closer to that then, oh, now you pencil the Lakers into the finals. I do not think that. This guy is on his way down. He's not done, but he is on his way down. It has to be a good situation. Like I said, Miami without giving up anybody, and you inject him you know, into that, into that team, into that culture, you need a score, boom, Durant. That's perfect. But they're not going to be able to do that. You're going to have to give up pieces, um, and you'll sacrifice places elsewhere. So we'll see. Reportedly, the Heat offered something to Utah for Donovan Mitchell. I don't know why, you know, unless the the Jazz are just selling, why Danny Ainge would do that at this point. Doesn't feel like a Danny Ainge-type move. Um, But the good news is, like I said, for the Celtics, if you're getting Durant, if you're getting Irvin, you're giving up a lot to get them. Devin Booker, uh, you're giving up assets. So you would hope that that doesn't really disrupt what you've got going in the East because right now you're the team to be. You're the team to beat. Milwaukee will be right there next year. Those are the two biggest teams, and then you see where people end up. But right now, you are the team to beat, and whoever gets Kevin Durant is going to have to give up a haul for him. So you hope that if he does go to another team, it's just sort of a reallocation of assets, and it's sort of a a push. Because I don't think that what the Celtics, in their situation— I don't think they need to be all that concerned with Kevin Durant's destination. I think they need to be more concerned about the guys they have on their roster and improving who they have and what they want to do going into next year. And we'll talk about that next. I have a a take on Marcus Smart I want to get to um, and a few other things. And when we get back, okay, this is long overdue. I've got to do this. I, I I need to completely change my opinion on Kyrie Irving. I have to completely change the opinion. I've been wrong about Kyrie Irving, and I'm going to explain why when we get back. This is WEI Late Night. I'm Mark Dundere.
0: Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on Weei.
1: Trending Now brought to you by the Mohegan Sun Fan Duel Sportsbook, your ultimate sports betting venue in Connecticut. Visit mohegansun.com for more details. Trending Now on WEI and WEI.com. The Bruins have hired former St. Louis Blues assistant Jim Montgomery as head coach. Uh, He was with the Dallas Stars a few years back. He will be, reportedly, the Bruins' next head coach. See if that comes to fruition. Red Sox have uh, have the day off before they begin a three-game set in Chicago against the Cubs. Rich Hill will get the start opposite Adrian Sampson. First pitch will be Friday at 210 on the Shaws and Star Market, WEI Red Sox network. Shaws and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And join Mutt for the Visit Massachusetts pregame show at 110, sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. According to ESPN's Adrian Warjanowski, Kevin Durant, as we talked about, has formally requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. The Phoenix Suns and Miami Heat are at the top of his trade list. Reigning back-to-back MVP Nicole Jokic has agreed to the largest contract signing in NBA history. A five-year, $264 million deal for the Joker. And Bradley Beal has re-signed with the Washington Wizards for five years and $251 million, So that dream of him coming to Boston is dead. That is what's trending on WEI and WEI.com.
4: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at BlindS.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Hi, back here on WEI Late Night. I'm Mark Dondero with you until uh till midnight. is the phone number. I opened the show talking about Kevin Durant and his impending, uh, well, not free agency, the trade request that he apparently made known to the Brooklyn Nets earlier today, and I do not want the Celtics trading Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. I think that would be a fool's errand because Jalen Brown helped his team get to within two wins of the NBA Finals and was a baller. Throughout the playoffs, there's things he needs to clean up, but you do not trade Jalen Brown. Kevin Durant's trajectory, trajectory, thank you, is down. It's going down. Brown's is still ascending. Now, I think Brown is the player he's going to be. He'll make some improvements, but this guy, you are going to feel his presence more and more the next few years. More and more. You do not trade a guy that can become the foundation of this team and a leader, not just of the team, of the community. You do not do it. Let's talk to Tony in Boston on this. Tony, good evening. What's up, up, man?
3: Good evening. evening. Um, So, yeah, I am 100% with you with the Jalen Brown situation because it's like one will Celtics fans realize, like, sometimes you just have to reward the guys that are loyal to you. You know what I mean? That are able to be effective to you. You look in the NBA playoffs last this past season. This guy was the most consistent all throughout the playoffs. And how do you guys award him? Hey, let's trade him for Kevin Durant, a guy who jumps team to team. Literally went to Brooklyn, claimed that he wanted to be the leader of that team. Didn't put, didn't show any type of leadership throughout. Let Kyrie Irving be the bus driver the whole time. Now he wants to lead that team and come to Boston or whatever the case may be, whatever team he was. But if you're a Celtics fan. And you're claiming that you want Jalen Brown to be traded? You should be disgraced because this guy has shown nothing but hard work, consistency, and just loyalty throughout the whole time he's been here. And that's how you guys reward him. So, I mean, to, to, to his point, I mean, there was a, a story going around talking about how he um, liked a tweet talking about how Celtics fans disrespected him, and I, he completely is justifiable in this in, in that sense. Because how, how are you guys going to cl- claim that you guys – you know what I mean? Like, it's like this is exactly why players don't come to Boston. Because you're looking at it – if you're a certain player, right, let's say you're a star player, and you're looking at and looking from this perspective, and you're saying to yourself, hey, this is how they treat their guys, the ones that are actually loyal to them. Because not too many players come to Boston unless they're traded. And it's not – it's not very, it's actually a rare situation. But not nobody's going to look at Boston and say, hey, I want to go there. Because they're going to look at this situation the way that Celtics fans and Celtics organization is treating Jalen Brown and say, absolutely not. I do not want myself involved in this, in any type of organization like that. Yeah, you know no, it's a, so your it's a fair point.
1: It's a fair point. Thanks for the call, Tony. I appreciate it. I, I Look, that's obviously been an issue with the Celtics for years now. It's never been a destination in terms of being an NBA city for players that are free agents that think they want to come and play, you know, in the playground that is Boston, Massachusetts. They don't want to come here. There's not, you know, the nightlife is better other places. The weather isn't great. Taxes, expense, you know, it's just not an NBA destination.
0: Also, if Kevin Durant does come to Boston, we've seen how, like, thin of a skin
3: he has. The, the stretch he starts playing bad, the fans are going to have it, and he's going to get on one of his burner accounts. And go I, yeah,
1: I, I just think it's a bad fit. It's not a guy you want to be in business with now. I think if you're a team, just going back to Tony's call, I appreciate Jalen Brown's loyalty. I mean, he is, I guess he's been loyal. That isn't even why, that's not what I'm even, you know, going off of in terms of wanting to keep him. I just think he's a winner. I think he's a baller. I don't think, despite the fact he didn't always come through, I don't think he gets scared. I don't think he shies away from the moment. I think he embraces the big moments. He'll get better. You know, he'll figure some things out. He's still only 25, you know. If you can keep them, that's been the issue with teams that have gone to the finals. Young, you know, Oklahoma City, two thousand twelve, the Orlando Magic in the nineteen ninety five. They were young, but they couldn't keep those teams together. They traded James Harden. They trade Shaq went to the Lakers. Like they couldn't keep them together. If the Celtics can stay together, we've got no indication, real indication, that they don't want to stay together. They're going to be in a place to get back and win championships. Championships. Brown is going to be a huge part of that, and he's only going to become more dominant. I'm not doing it. Durant, yeah, the rabbit ears and all that, I, I don't love it, but I just think we're mesmerized and hypnotized by his resume. It is That's what he was. He's still very good, but I think he's on his way down, and it could come sooner than you think. And I'm not trading Brown. Let's go to Sean in Worcester uh, on Kevin Durant. Sean, good morning. Good morning. Good evening. What's going on? I don't even know what time it is. Dude. Hey, how's it
2: going, Mac? So oh. sorry, sorry about my voice. No, you're good. Because, I, 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 no, I, I had a spine surgery and I don't have my voice back. Appreciate you um, playing hurt here. But... Uh, if they gave me Kevin Durant's salary to bring him here, I would not take him. And then, No, uh, he's too fragile. But uh, I, got, I got two more points. Uh, what happened to uh, J.D. Martinez and uh, Bogat. What happened to that power? They're not hitting this,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for the call, Sean. Rest up. Rest that voice. Uh, yeah. You know, they're not having the year that they want to have. J.D. Martinez, you know, he got hit by the pitch last night. He was a good, you're good. He, the run came in. They won the game. Um, You know, it's disappointing. Obviously, Xander Bogart's great great uh, hitter, and he's making a, a, you know, he's getting a lot of hits. The power just hasn't been there. But you know the, the Red Sox honestly have worked around it, and they're right in position to be where they want to be. So I'm going to give them more time to show up and for that power to come back around. I'm going to give them more time. They've turned it around. They were 20 and six in June. It's their best June since 1990. You know they have they have areas where they can improve. You know, and then it stings. You look up how many home runs does Kyle Schwarber have this year? Was it 23? Could use some of that but uh it is what it is those guys you know Bogart some of those numbers aren't what they are or they you'd like them to be but that's kind of the guy he's been he's consistent he shows up he works I'm gonna give them time they're 20 and 6 in June they ended the month with the win uh, and they're really in control for one of those wild card spots the division is over but they're in control so we'll see what happens let's talk to uh let's talk to Pauly in the truck on Jalen Brown Polly, good evening
2: what do you say, Mark? What's up? Yeah, the, the uh, bottom line with the Red Sox, uh, before I get to the Celtics, is yep. he'll play for this manager. This guy can get his players to play. He gets them up. He gets them organized. They're on the same page. And Moving forward, he gets them to forget about what's going on in the past. It took him to get him. out. I've been running all this time, all the way back to when he actually put the fire out by admonishing he, admonishing Erod e- in, in front of the whole world in the middle of the playoffs. When they had uh, uh, Houston on the ropes, that's it. That was yeah. It was like throwing ice water, uh, ice, a bucket of ice water on the fire. That's what happened that last year. It took him all this time to get them back up and running, but he did it again. He's a great manager. There's no question about it. He, anybody will play for this guy.
1: <clears throat> he's a great manager, and I think that's what the Celtics needed. Just as you go into you transition into your Celtics point, Paulie. They needed to find right. that guy, and I think they, I think they might have. With Ime Udoka. It was one year. We'll see where it goes, but it was a good right first on. year, obviously.
2: You're talking a blue streak so far today with the Celtics. He's definitely the right guy. Stevens made the right move going upstairs. You know, he's just somebody that can, that can relate better to the players. You know, he played the game, you know, bottom line. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, amen on what you said on Jalen Brown. That would be a fool's errand. Huge folly. So that is, he's on, he's on the front line. Uh, Kevin Durant's on the back nine. I would love to have Kevin Durant on the team, and he probably played better for us than he did for Brooklyn. I'm sure you people seem to be forgetting a little bit how um, you know, you're talking about throwing uh, cold, cold water on somebody's fire. Kyrie can do that to anybody. I've seen him do it to the team here. I don't know why we took him for first because anybody who want to play with, doesn't want to play with Lebron James is out of my mind, out of his mind for, from the start, and. Um, it, and I wanted him. I wanted uh, James out of here when I saw when he got hurt. Kyrie get hurt. The team came together, started playing well that first year. I said, this guy, see, this guy's a poison. You gotta get rid of him now, you know. And yeah. he, he lasted two years, as we know. But so Durant'll probably play a little bit better he's away from that guy. to play a little mm-hmm. more hot, you know. He was probably, you know, just feeling kind of desolate and you know depressed at the time, hanging around that guy. And how are you gonna play, you know, when you're not really up to play? But uh, So he's not, he's not slipping as bad as I think people may think. But he'd be a good addition. But you definitely don't want to trade, you know, move Jalen Brown or Tatum or, you, or Robert Williams, a healthy Robert Williams. You need another guy that can light it up from the outside. He's that guy. If you can just bring him in. Um, I'd trade anybody else on that team, you know, in, in order to bring in uh, Kevin Durant. But uh, they just they need another guy from outside. They need a guy who can fill it up. Yep. From the, uh, All right, well, thanks yeah, for the call, Paulie. Yeah, I appreciate
1: it. And, and you're right. It, it, well, I'll say this about the uh, Kyrie Irving thing. When they got Kyrie Irving, now obviously it turned into a disaster. But when they got him, this was tooth, like the summer of 2017. I forget what month he was acquired. But they were not anywhere where, you know, you'd think they were on the verge of winning a championship. Look, they had some nice runs with Isaiah Thomas. It was fun. You knew they were winning nothing. With that team. Nothing. It was fun. You know? It was similar. They probably had a better chance, honestly, of winning with with uh, Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker back in the day. Even though you knew against some of those Nets teams in those playoff series 20 years ago, they weren't going to win. They had the fun comeback in 2002 and we had some good runs. They were never going to win. It's different now. This team can win. I think when 2017 happened and they got Kyrie Irving... Danny Ainge at the time, obviously the guy he didn't want to play with LeBron, but you couldn't get superstar level talents to come here. Ainge knew it'd be a risk, but he got the talent to come here. That's what he did. So I'm not going to crush him for bringing in Kyrie Irving. It turned into a disaster, but at that juncture, you had just drafted Jason Tatum. You had no idea. You know, you really had no. You you thought he'd be a good player. You had no real idea. That he was going to turn into what he's turned into. And he was young. You know, you're trying to win. He brought in a superstar. It's hard to get superstars here. He brought in uh, Irving with Gordon Hayward. They were delighted to be together. I'll never forget that press conference. Smiling, giggling. Yeah, G. I'll never forget it. That's why you brought him in. It turned into a disaster. It didn't have to be that, though. Because you brought in the talent. Got the talent here. It would have been better if it worked out. It didn't. It is what it is. Let's go to uh, Michael and Lowell, or maybe Salem, or maybe Lowell. What's up, Michael? Hey,
2: how you doing? Thank how you, you doing? very much for the call. Um, I
3: just want to say, yeah. You if, call. if either one of them don't want to stay, we have to trade them. I don't think they're going to stay here.
1: You don't so, think they're going to? Tra- I mean, but we've we've got no actual indication that that's the case.
2: Correct. 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 Okay. But I just don't think I don't think Brown wants to be uh, a second. I think he wants to be a first. Okay. That's, that's just my point. That's that's all I'm going to say. And if we do bring Durant, I think he's going to bring more superstars with him.
1: That's a fair point. Thanks for the call, Mike. I, I mean, I don't, you know, <laughs> what's his judgment like in terms of bringing other people with him? I mean, he got in bed with Kyrie Irving. So I don't know who he'd bring with him. I don't know what. See, again, now we're getting into this whole, like, super team Piece it together. Like, the Celtics were two wins away from a championship with an organic core that they built. And had Tatum played better? Look, and no offense to Jalen Brown, okay? You want to be a one? Good. You can't do, you didn't do what Jason Tatum did against Milwaukee. You, I don't think, can do some of the things Jason Tatum can do offensively. I love Jalen Brown's game. I want him here. But I just think there is a bit of a talent gap between Brown and Tatum, and that's okay. Brown is a baller. He is a damn good player. And you're going to need him going forward. You're not going to win without him. Okay? But I don't think he should want to, you know, he should have confidence that he could carry a team. I just don't think he can. Okay? And maybe we'll find out. Maybe Jason Tatum has all the talent. But he's ultimately going to be deemed a mental midget. And he's not going to be able to get over the hump. I don't agree with that. I think he will get there. I, But we don't know. Okay? And if Jalen like, what is Jalen Brown going to do? So he wants to be a one. Okay? So that would mean not only does he leave the Celtics after getting a taste of the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals. So then what? He goes to a team that has nobody else because he's going to be the one? That doesn't make much sense to me. Like I don't, I don't feel like that's his. It's the place he's in. I think he liked being in the finals. I think he liked being on the big stage, and I think he can thrive. I think he thinks he can thrive on that stage, because he did, for the most part. You know, he'll clean some things up. This core, I mean, you built a hell of a core: Williams, Brown, Tatum, Smart. Don't do. I mean, Marcus Smart isn't untouchable, but it'd have to be a really good, perfect situation for me to trade him outside of a really good, perfect situation, which may not even exist. You know what it would have been for me? And I sort of backed off of this a little bit. If Lonzo Ball came into the league and was healthy and the guy that I think he can be, that might be a situation that I would have entertained. Maybe. Smart, you're selling high, you got a defensive player of the year type guy in Robert Williams. You can find some guys to replicate sort of what Smart gives you in terms of a defensive presence, and if Ball, who's six six, he's no slouch defensively, and he sees the game, and he can, you know, you think maybe that unlocks Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown a little bit more. Smart and kind of what he brings goes away, the negatives go away, and you. Be- but I'm not doing that. I wouldn't do that. Ball's hurt. I'm not going to do that. Smart figured some things out. And I think his quote quote in the Globe was, for the most part, correct. And I agree with it. Okay? I'm going to tell you, though, when we get back, there is a thing with Marcus Smart that they need to change. But it can be fixed. I think they can fix it. Okay? But I want to go into that because this is a guy who made a couple transitions during his time with the Celtics. And guess what? Each time, the Celtics have been better off for it. So I don't think he's not going to be able to do that again if need be, and I think it is necessary. But give him a chance to do it. I think he's earned that. Okay? I'm going to tell you exactly what they need for Marcus Smart. When we get back, this is WEI Late Night. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella, is the mark of a fighter.
0: You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight.
1: All right, back here on WEI Late Night. Mark Dondara with you until midnight. Um, I think the answers to the Celtics' problems, or if you want to call it problems, you know, whatever they need to do, I think can be found within. I think they just need to tighten some things up, add a piece here and there. I mean, (laughs) Brad Stevens might be in win-now mode. Um, but do you, I mean, to give up what the Nets are asking for, for Kevin Durant, which according to Stephen A. Smith is two all-stars, you're basically gutting your team. There's no way I am going down that road. If I'm Brad Stevens, you would not only be giving up multiple significant pieces, you'd be changing the whole dynamic and culture of the roster. Okay, One that took years to finally figure out which took them to the NBA Finals. And look, it was disappointing. Could they have won the series? Yes. But there's really no shame in losing to one of the best teams slash dynasties we've seen around in the NBA in the history of the league. And Curry, one of the best players to ever play, the best shooter, played one of his best series ever. I mean, you can't get that upset a twenty-four and a twenty-five year old losing to that. As frustrating as it was and Jason Tatum wasn't good, as frustrating and maddening as that was, you cannot get overly upset about that. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna change you're gonna trade everything you got and change the entire dynamic of the roster? And I trust the guys running the show here. I trust Brad and I trust Ime Udoka. I just trust I don't think they're gonna do that. It was so amazing. The run was so good. They came so far. Two wins away. You've got cornerstone pieces that are comfortable leading that could take this team into the next generation. They could be the next great franchise. They could have the uh, run better than any other team in the league for the next six, seven years. I'm not doing it. I, I'm not buying it. I'm not doing it. I'm riding with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I'm riding with them. Okay? Marcus Smart, look, he wasn't as good of a shooter. He improved his shooting. Okay? He wasn't playing point guard as frequently. They moved into the point, and they unlocked something. Well, I'm not going to get, unless it was a perfect scenario, I'm not giving up Marcus Smart either. I think he brings you th- I think he brings too much to the table defensively. And I think he does have capabilities as a point guard. The point guard I need this team to have. And I think Ime Udoka can get him to become that player. Okay, they had a discussion on NBC Sports Boston recently. I don't know if it was yesterday. Uh Felger, Gasper, and and uh Michael Hawley on, on this dynamic, involving Marcus Smart, and they talked about him in association with Draymond Green. Let's listen to that clip real quick.
3: Draymond Green don't understand a
1: damn thing. That guy is it will talk his head off, talk your head off, yeah. and he thinks he is one of the oh. stars. Oh, he, I, I, Draymond Green, he, humility, he wouldn't know it if it I potted agree. over his head so I and agree with him a you a you, know you can be that way when you win championships, when, when you don't. Cha- okay, no, I only, don't think Draymond, distinction, Draymond Green does not get in the way of Curry and Thompson, Marcus Smart gets in the way of these guys here. How so? In the fourth quarter, How yeah. so, yeah. ego-wise, mouth-wise, I'm one of the leaders, I'm the pillar, one of I'm the longest-tenured Celtics. He's one of the leaders. Whether you, the like, whether you like it or not, he's one of the leaders. That's that's what, a problem. And, I agree. and that's why that's, they haven't won. That's, that's a, a problem. problem. That's why oh. they haven't won. So yeah. wait a- okay, so I don't agree with most of that conversation, okay? I don't agree with Felger saying that Smart takes away, takes something away from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. He's not as good as them, okay? And there have been instances where he'll jack up a shot that I don't like. But I saw at the end of Game 7 in Miami, I saw Jason Tatum, you know, going against my wishes and dishing it off to Marcus Smart. That's not Smart's fault. Smart took the shot. He answered. Now, he didn't make the shots, but he was taking the shots because that's the opportunity presented to him. He was not afraid of that moment. Didn't make it, but that's got to be something that Tatum figures out, not Marcus Smart. Okay, here's the difference, and I was uncomfortable when Steve Kerr made this comparison before the NBA Finals. Okay, Marcus Smart and Draymond Green. There is a comparison to be made there. The difference is Draymond Green, number one, he's younger than Steph Curry, okay? And Steph Curry is the bona fide leader of that team. He's the dog. He's the alpha. He is the guy. Everyone knows it. Green... Came in after. Green knows his role. Draymond Green also is a forward. That matters too. As a forward, you can do more of those things. You can be a little bit more rough around the edges. Okay? For the most part, not in every situation, but you can be Bill Lambeer as a forward. You can be Dennis Rodman as a forward. As a point guard, I think that calls for a little bit of a different demeanor than Draymond Green. So that's why I think, I didn't realize it at the time, but I think that's why I was a little uncomfortable with Steve Kerr saying that that Marcus Smart is the guard version of Draymond Green. There's a lot of good in that statement. A lot of it's complimentary. I like the fact that Smart is a dog and he, he's a, you know he doesn't mind getting dirty and does all those things that you want. But he's also, if you're going to be the point guard, I, I need you to be a little bit more of You know, the point guard, I need to be measured. I need the point guard to take care of the ball. I need the point guard to set the tone for the offense and and establish a culture of a lack of turnovers, of ball security, of stabilizing things. I don't want to – do you think – when you think of Draymond Green, do you think of stability and measured play? Like, no. He's a wild card, which for him is good. And for smart, that can be good in spots – but when you're the point guard, I think it's a little different dynamic. So that's why I don't that's why I think they need to kind of tweak what Marcus Smart is and they're doing they've done that and I think they'll continue to do that because I do think he passes the ball well. I don't think he doesn't see the floor well like I should have said that in a more clear way. I think he can see the floor well. I think he does make good decisions. I think he can be that guy. What I can't have, is full on Draymond Green running the show offensively for the Celtics and trying to be Kobe Bryant too when he gets into that mode, which I don't think was as frequently during the playoff run. That that's not good either. That's not helpful either. I think Green, though, when you make that comparison when they're talking about him on the show, he has some things that are that make it easier for him to be who he is. Curry came before him. That's a natural progression that Green was able to follow, and nobody thinks he is the ultimate leader of that team. Smart was here three years before Tatum. Tatum's the best player. Ideally, your best player is your leader. Ideally. Marcus Smart was here significantly before Tatum. That creates a, a little bit of an awkward, not awkward, but it just doesn't make it a perfect fit in terms of the leadership hierarchy on the Celtics. Tatum's younger, still figuring things out. Smart wants to take the leadership role. Thinks he needs to at times. He's a lot older, three years. I mean, that's a significant. It's three years in the NBA. It's a long time. And he's a guard. And he's the point guard now. It's a Green is a forward. Green is younger. Green was here after Curry. It's a little easier for Draymond Green to be that guy, to be the Dennis Rodman, to do all those the dirty work that the Golden State Warriors need from him. Smart, it's not as simple. He's he was here first. You know, that's I think where they were getting tripped up in that conversation on NBC Sports Boston. They didn't talk about that. They didn't acknowledge that. Okay, it's just all oh, smart gets in the way, green doesn't get in the way. Well, smart feels like he probably has to. He's older. Okay, he feels like he needs to take a little more ownership of certain situations. Draymond Green never has to worry about that. Okay, and he knows he's not one tenth of the uh, the offensive player his teammates are. It makes it real easy for Draymond Green to kind of just stay in his lane and do what he does well. It's not as easy for Marcus Smart based on circumstances that are really out of his control. It's a little harder. It's a little more complicated. He should still find a way to figure it out. And maybe that was part of what led the Celtics astray, but it's not as easy for Marcus Smart. That's what was lost in that NBC Sports Boston conversation. All right, we come back, hour two. We'll get to the Red Sox, a thought on the Bruins head coach, uh, and more here on the Celtics. This is Mark Dundero on WEI Late Night.